0: Welcome to Interviews. Being an entrepreneur is the toughest job ever. There are no practical guidelines. So I created this podcast to help crack the entrepreneurship code. Join me every week as I invite entrepreneurs to share their stories, the practical tips and lessons they've learned along the way. Don't be the main bottleneck in your business. Subscribe now. Interviews is brought to you by Social Prize, a marketing and communication agency operating remotely since 2005. Social Prize specializes in digital technologies and communication, web development, e-commerce, remote working, coaching, training, growth hacking, log on their website, socialprize.me. Hi, thank you for listening. My guest today is Holly Woods, the founder and CEO of Emergence Institute based in the USA. Holly and her team uh, help their clients become aligned, agile, and amplify their purpose in the world through coaching, mentoring, consulting, concierge services, and a world-class global purpose launch lab incubator. (laughs) <laughs> We're going to talk about three of my favorite topics today. Entrepreneurship, coaching, and purpose. I can't wait. Great. Hello, Holly. Thank you
1: very much for joining me today. Thank you, Lauren, for having me. I'm excited to be here, have this conversation.
0: Me too. So let's start then. Tell us a little bit about your journey.
1: I don't know that. It, I can I can do the whole thing in a in this short time, but the nutshell version is that I... Uh, really have been on a a quest my whole life to figure out my purpose. Um, You know, part of it was in recovering from childhood trauma. I came to understand that we have to overcome our challenges and blocks and limiting beliefs, the hurdles of life in order to find, you know, find out who we really are authentically. Um, And in so doing, I gained a lot of um, talents and capacities to help others do the same. And then I eventually in my, as a, as an adult figured out my purpose and realized that my purpose truly is to help people Hmm. uncover who they really are and um, help them express them themselves authentically in the world. Um, So I I do work with uh, entrepreneurs, visionaries, innovators, founders, who are uh, really excited to bring in a more authentic version of themselves through products and a business, um, both to have more fulfillment and abundance, but also have an impact in the world.
0: Nice. How did you discover your purpose?
1: Well, again, that is a really long story. Um, (laughs) If you go read my book, The Golden Thread, Where to Find Purpose in the Stages of Your Life, it's... um, I believe that we each have, um, our purpose is expressed throughout our lives, starting in childhood, Hmm. and that we don't see it because it hides in the developmental stages of who we are, and that our wounding, our challenges, our hurdles keep us from seeing ourselves truly. And so over time, as I described, that I had to work through my childhood trauma I came to know myself so distinctly. And so with such clarity that I began to uncover what it is I'm here to do. Um, I believe purpose is an essential aspect of us that lives inside its purpose is not a job or a career or a project, but that which lives in us and has many expressions. Mm-hmm. Um, so I came to know my purpose really by recovering from you know early life stuff and um getting a sense of how i am in the world which became then what i what i do
0: right and now you teach you you teach that to others how to well
1: i um i do some teaching yes i also coach and mentor and i consultant to organizations so i i work in many different levels um as a mentor to founders and innovators and executives and visionaries and um and also group programs, masterminds and, and um courses.
0: Right. So let's talk a little bit about you know uh, the, the the work that you do with the funders and, and entrepreneurs. You're an entrepreneur yourself and we'll yes, talk a little bit later yes Definitely uh, an uh, entrepreneur,
1: uh, serial entrepreneur.
0: Yeah we we'll talk about about that like later on. But how, why is it so important for funders to 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 discover their purpose?
1: And that is a great question. And I I hope this question the question itself becomes more prevalent in our world. Um, I've I've done worked with founders for decades and and most founders, um, you know, I'll generalize here, most founders see something in the world that needs to be made and, and imagine they can make some revenue, money from that, and decide to build that thing. And they go off and build it and sometimes it succeeds, but most of the time it fails. I mean, you and I both know that the failure rate for most entrepreneurial endeavors is above 90% Um, with or without funding. It doesn't matter whether you get any kind of funding whatsoever, even if bootstrap or funded, 90% of businesses fail at some point generally in the first five years. So what I've come to know is that people who innovators, entrepreneurs, visionaries, who start with a sense of their purpose and build products from there. Generally they're meeting a need in the world because that is their expression and they're more inspired, they're more enthused, they're more committed, they're more available to build that thing correctly. And when we take that and do the diagnostics of the market, obviously you can't just go out and build something without looking at the market need. Um, but if you take that purpose, purpose-driven product, and go assess where are the people who meet who need that product in the market, you have a it's a different level of customer market fit than you're going to get generally when you just have an idea and go build it, um, because there's a level of inspiration and commitment that's needed to persevere in any entrepreneurial endeavor. I mean, part of why people fail is that they just kind of quit. They give up Mm -hmm. because the thing that they're building doesn't inspire them. It doesn't really hold interest for them. And so they don't innovate and and fail and learn and fail and learn like we all have to do as we're creating new products and businesses in the world. Um, So part of the failure rate really is about people not being internally committed to that thing which they're trying to create
0: right so they finding your purpose will help you find inspiration
1: well so that, it it actually is i mean it's it is pretty organically naturally inspiring to live your right. purpose you become mm-hmm. more alive part of part of why purpose driven products work better you know find their market are more sustainable and more um, viable as products is because it is inspired. It is an enlivened version of you, which has a, it which is a solution to a problem, both in your life and in the world. By nature, um, purpose is designed to serve both you and others. It is not a selfish endeavor. It is not something that, you know, is navel gazing and I'm just going to find my purpose and and then go do what I want to do. It's actually intended. We came in with this, this essential nature of us is designed to be a puzzle piece to the world, to the puzzle that the world is now. So each of us really is kind of a puzzle piece. And if we figure out what that is, that puzzle piece contributes to the world. And, mm. and so, you know, finding your market niche um, based in that purpose-driven inspiration is much more likely to succeed.
0: I'm often asked by entrepreneurs or start, startup funders that, that I mentor, what's the, what's the difference between my why, my purpose, and my company's why? So I'm asking you that question. What's the difference? Is, the, is there a difference?
1: Well, that's a great, that's another great question. You've got all these good questions. Um, <laughs> it depends. So if a company is in early startup stage where it's primarily a founder or a few founders, the purpose of the individual or individuals would be expressed through the product. Mm-hmm. Um, if you've got a solopreneur generally, the purpose of the individual is what the company and the product is. Mm-hmm. If you've got a combination of founders, several people started a company because they had this great idea. Um, you're going to want to examine the purpose of each of those founders and look at the overlap. So there is a way that each person is bringing something significant and you, and, you know, one of a kind unique to the product they're wanting to build. And so it's helpful to uncover what that level of what that purpose is among the founders. And then you go to, you know, successively larger organizations. Um, most companies are founded on the perp- the founders why. Um, though there's, I mean, as I've indicated, there's a lot of confusion about a why, as Simon Sinek describes it, which is a, you know, what it, what is the what is the product intended to do, which is a do good thing, as opposed to the purpose of the founder. There's a distinction between having a product that does something important in the world and is contributing. That is a certain type of purpose, but the purpose that I help founders find, which makes this huge distinction that I'm describing in terms of inspiration is the internal purpose. This, what I would call soul purpose for a founder, that is the deepest level of inspiration, um, and so it depends on what kind, what you know, type of purpose you're describing. As companies get larger, and you know the products, the companies, the systems are scaled on the founder or founder's purpose, mm. then generally they invite in more people as staff, employees, or you know other um, shareholders in some way, and often those people's purpose are neglected also. So as, you, as your company scales and grows, it's actually pretty useful to uncover what is the purpose of everybody who's a part of this endeavor and find out how they can contribute uniquely to its success. That almost never happens. It's a very new notion in the world of, of, of business development. To begin to imagine how, if we got really clear about how everybody on the team, you know, the big team writ large, is can contribute, it would create a much more profound success, um, as opposed to just putting people in roles and you go do that punch, you know, punch paper and and numbers and you know fill the prescribed um, tasks of a particular role. If each of us was really living into our our best contribution, just imagine how powerful that product could be in the world. Well,
0: actually, do you have some concrete examples of uh, how finding your purpose can help companies?
1: Um, yeah, I'll share a, an example of a, a, um, a client I worked with last year. Um, and this is often the case. Um, some of my clients are, you know, executives or innovators who've had pretty significant success um, at a either their own company or in a corporate job, a corporate role. Um, this particular client that I'm imagining um, had built from scratch. You know, he and he and one other founder created a pretty large environmental uh, cleanup company. Um, very complex processes that went from, you know, two to uh, thousands of employees and became a, you know, I think they're, they're, they actually have this, it's still in operation, like a $500 million corporation, very successful. Mm -hmm. And he's looking at a, at an exit. Um, What do I do next? What, what can I do? That's more, you know, loved the work, loved building the company and got to express his purpose in this company. But You know, it was a tiny little piece of what he was doing and found me and like, I want to figure out what I do next that actually really contributes and that can make a difference while I'm building something new and create a sustainable business. So we found his, you know, uncovered his purpose. He'd been doing it all along, which is always the case, always 100% of the time. We are living our purpose more or less, depending on how many blocks and you know hurdles and limiting beliefs we have about ourselves. Um, so he was living in some way his purpose, but wanted to really amplify that in the world. And so I helped him design what his next expression would be. And it's in the world of bringing in DEI products to his peers and other companies, because he'd mm-hmm. been doing that in his own company. And he just, he became so enthused, it's like, how do I, how do I keep doing this old company while I'm building the new one? And, and so, you know, you do have to navigate, there are a lot of challenges to navigate, you know, starting any company, and they're, they're not really different in a purpose-driven business other than you are more inspired and more committed and more enthused to do the steps necessary to start something new. Um, so he began you know experimenting and finding I mean within six months he had clients to offer this new product in the world which is outrageous you know Mm -hmm. for many of us to to have an idea and immediately build something that's viable Um, so that's just one example and there are many examples of of you know how I work with people to Uncover that which they've been trying to express their whole lives like this is the thing that's been living in them but it was it took such a backseat to all the other stuff and when when we're able to bring that to the forefront and say this is actually you know your purpose this is what you should be doing in the world this is this is what's going to cause you to be alive and it, I mean you can see how excited I get
0: yeah I know I can re- I can totally relate to it once because I remember once I funded, that's why I became a coach, because I'm like you, I want to help people. Mm-hmm. And when I funded, I knew the thing is, is that as I think I've always knew it was there, mm-hmm. but suddenly I found it and it was, it became very, very clear. So my question is, wh- why is that? Why we spend so much time looking for it while it's right in front of us?
1: Yeah. And, and again, your questions are so remarkable. Um, <laughs> It's like feeding me gold. Um, so I wrote this book, I wrote the golden thread, where to find Purpose the stages of your life. Um, I explore three hypotheses to answer that very question. You know, I'm a scientist mm-hmm. also. And so my work in the world really is to notice, you know, big patterns in human humanity. I call myself an evolutionary anthropologist. So I look at what's going on and and how can I what, you know, what does that mean and how can I impact that? So what I began, as I studied stages of consciousness, I also had been, you know, I'd been doing purpose work for a long time. I began to notice the distinctions of how purpose shows up over our lifetimes as I'm working with, I'm looking at my life, I'm raising kids and I'm looking at all my clients. And what I noticed is that this thread, this golden thread that lives in us looks different across the stages of our life because we're we're doing different developmental we're we're performing different developmental tasks so you know as an infant we have different developmental tasks than we do as an adolescent obviously mm. and as an adult and so our purpose will look different in those stages and, and every stage in between and beyond and so we don't necessarily see our purpose because it's showing up uniquely dependent on the stages of the tasks that we're we need to accomplish in order to grow up mature evolve into adult humans. And so what I how I'm expressing my purpose as a toddler is going to be very different than how I express my purpose as a 21 year old. And so looking at looking for that thread I began to actually look for this thread in my clients and and began to see, you know, as, as this was a hypothesis and I just like, okay, I'm going to go answer it, answer the question. And you can see the thread in your life over time and how it's, how you've been literally, your soul has been pulling you forward, trying to get you to express your purpose. So that's one reason. The second reason I'll go, I'll do this quickly is that, um, we have all this wounding from childhood, all of us, you know, 95% of us have grown up in circumstances that were less than optimal. And so perfectly designed our lives are in order to help us liberate those constraints that we brought in with us. And so all of that stuff we have to do to recover and resolve and integrate the fractured parts of our childhood, we do that work that actually also hides our purpose. So it's hiding across the stages and it's kind of hiding behind the wounding. The wounding is actually the converse of the Mm -hmm. gift of purpose. So purpose is a two-sided coin. And so you have the gift of it, the contribution to yourself and the planet, and then you have the wounding and they're very related. So often as I'm uncovering purpose for somebody, I have to know what their wounding was in order to understand the gift. And then the third thing is that we live in these contacts and constraints that have these expectations and our identities are created and cemented early in life by our environment. And so we don't come to know ourselves as anything unique. We come to know ourselves as growing up in that family, in that community, in that town, you know, in that country. And we don't really imagine that we are one of a kind, actually one in 400 quadrillion Being, we're not just one of a kind. We're like really like we're there's nobody on the planet like us, and so we think we can fit into these molds that society says you have to be a teacher, a doctor, a fireman. You know, it's tech, a tech entrepreneur. (laughs) You know, it's well beyond now, Um, but we don't imagine that there's some way that I'm here to express myself that's so unique. Nobody's going to be in competition with me, and so we limit our understanding of how we can be in the world. Most uniquely.
0: Right. And how, how we should also uh, behave in society according to the standards, etc. Et, right. Et I mean, yeah. you
1: know, we do have to sit within the social context of yeah. our lives. I'm not pretending that we should all go be rebels and anarchists. Uh, yeah. Some people should, for sure, but it's not all of us. So we have to learn those things in our early part of our lives, hopefully. And then by the time we reach adolescence and adulthood, we should have a better sense. Should, you know, I my goal is to help spread this, you know, this message that by that time, adolescence, adulthood, you should have some pretty good idea of ha- what your next expression of purpose should be. It's not going to be the the end all you know when kids go to college they may have some sense of what they're interested in there's no way they're going to know what career they want to be in the mm. rest of their lives for god's sake um but it, it we we have an inclination an inkling of what our purpose is pretty early but it gets squashed
0: fascinating
1: well <laughs>
0: Okay, I'm going to switch subject because otherwise we're going to talk about it <laughs> forever. Let's talk awesome. about you. let's talk about you and your entrepreneurship uh, journey. Okay, when did you know? How long have you been an entrepreneur? First,
1: um, I think the first company I started, you know, as a as a very novice, know nothing entrepreneur in my early twenties. Um. I didn't, I, I didn't go to business school. I don't have an mm. MBA. I had to learn from the ropes. But I will tell you, I grew up in a family business. Um, my father and grandparents had a hardware and lumber store, and I worked there my entire childhood and youth. So I grew up in an entrepreneurial setting, and so it was always a part of my bones. You know, right. my DNA is
0: entrepreneurial. So when you became an entrepreneur, it just, make, it just made sense. That's the only thing I, mean, I mean, I
1: like I. I didn't want to follow somebody else's rules. I, I, and so I've had a lot of careers, um, more than thirty-two now. I just keep doing them, and um, and I've almost always done two or three things at a time. Mm. So sometimes, you know, as I'm starting a business, I would have a full-time job, and I would be starting something because I gotta go out and express myself in the world, do the thing that matters the most. And I'd also often be teaching and coaching. And, you know, I've, I've, I've taught at five different universities. I've been a coach my entire professional career. So almost mm. 40 years. So I'm usually doing several things at a time. Um, and one of those is usually starting or running or building or sustaining a business.
0: Right. What does it mean for you to be an entrepreneur? Is that, is that what you're talking about? Like running, starting something from scratch?
1: Um in my case yes um I have attempted to start several businesses with co-founders um long stories they didn't
0: <laughs> obviously <it> didn't work
1: <laughs> it's okay <laughs> i've probably started and failed more than i've started and succeeded um but you know that's kind of that's also the entrepreneurial journey you you know you try and fail and try again and um i probably that's why i'm i am I am such an entrepreneur spirit because I'm I'm undaunted like nothing stops me, mm-hmm. and um, so I just keep going until I get it right and like oh that took hold. Um, so being an entrepreneur really does mean that for me is I I have an idea you know now my ideas are more inspired and purpose driven than they used to be and so I had a lot of failure because they weren't, um, and I'd say now most of the time I have much more success than failure. What sort of uh,
0: lessons have you learned along along the way? I mean, I'm sure you have plenty, but if you could, like, you give two or three.
1: You know, one of one of the lessons I'm I am still learning is um, to conceive thoughtfully, um, experiment rapidly, fail fast, and you know persevere long enough until you have enough data and evidence that it's not going to work and then re-engineer, you know, Mm. so this, this process, you know, I call it a virtuous cycle. Um, I don't know if you know the concepts of virtuous cycle versus vicious cycle. Um, So I kind of live that virtuous cycle now. And so I, you know, I'm a scientist, I'm trained to look for data, of many different Mm. kinds. And so metrics comes pretty naturally to me. So I'm able to see what's working and experiment with improvement or shifting. So, and, and I don't, you know, I, it, you know initially it always feels like a failure but you just like pull yourself out of that concept. And like, I'm just gonna do it differently again. And it's okay. And I mean, I just had a failure this past year and like it, it hurt for a little while because I've been trying to build it for a while, but like, okay, that's fine. If we were in the middle of a pandemic. I can't feel too bad. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so I, you know, constantly redesigning, re-innovating, figuring out um, this past year. I've also been studying more specifically the lean lean and agile methods and looking at um more specifically about how my customers are experiencing their lives newly because so much shifted during the pandemic. And mm. so I guess this would be the second, in addition to the virtuous cycle, the safe to learn, safe to fail, um, concepts of constantly iterating, learning, experimenting, failing, you know, over and over and over again, that cycle. And the second would be to pay attention to the context Of the world as it's evolving because it is shifting so rapidly right now. So, whatever may have worked six months ago, I think this is what happened to me, you know, maybe six to nine months ago when I began conceiving of this idea. um, As the world shifts, like it's probably not going to work in the same way. So, we kind of almost have to do that iterative cycle faster Mm -hmm. than we've ever done it before because the world is shifting so rapidly. That's a new learning for me. I can't say that comes from decades of experience. Um, And I guess the third thing I would suggest is that I have to be inspired and enthused and excited about what I'm bringing into the world or I don't, my energy will, you know, any other energy will show up in the product itself Mm -hmm. and the delivery systems and the branding and the marketing that I might create. So if I am not present truly in my purpose inspired self, everything I build will show up as the other, you know, and and so many products and businesses are built from some other place, desperation or money-driven focused um, or, you know, whatever other kinds of impulses people have, it shows up in the product and in the marketing, and there's a lot of efforting. And those businesses may succeed financially, but ultimately they're not going to meet their target. They're not going to have the impact. And they won't be sustainable long-term.
0: Right. You mentioned the word uh, impulse. I think this is very important to make the distinction between a purpose, a true purpose, Uh and impulses. uh That's completely different, right?
1: Yeah. Well, that is an interesting question. Um, I, I guess I see that impulses are indicators of purpose. Right. So if you have an impulse to try something out or to explore something, there's probably something very intuitive about that impulse showing up and saying, hey, look here. Um, you know, maybe don't go all the way down the rabbit hole, but definitely mm. go explore it and mm. examine that impulse and see what what role it plays in your product or, or business. Do you agree? What how yeah, you that, say? now now that you're putting it that way, I think I'm gonna
0: I'm gonna use that in the, into my coaching sessions now <laughs> <laughs> with my clients, looking at their impulses to help them find their find their purpose. Yeah.
1: Ah, thank you. <laughs> you're welcome. So just along those lines, I wrote an article on key purpose indicate. You know, we talk about KPIs in business. Um, which are usually metrics related to the systems of our companies. Mm-hmm. Um, but I developed a, I wrote a blog on medium. Um, you can find me on medium Hollywood's PhD, I think um, is my handle. And there's a blog on medium about purpose KPIs. I, I can send that to you if you would like. Oh, me to. Yeah. And, and so I, because of the work I've done, you know, personal spiritual development work, Um, I'm able to tap into the metrics of my own personal experience in the world as an indicator of how something is aligned or not with my purpose. So Mm -hmm. mental, physical, psychic, emotional, energetic, you know, all those imprints can tell me if something is aligned or not, and I can make decisions based on that, I don't have to wait for the downstream metrics to show up. I have a sense of, yeah, that no, this is not gonna work.
0: (laughs) Nice. What are you the most proud of?
1: Um, Surviving. Surviving. (laughs) I think surviving my life. It's, um, (laughs) it's, you know, I'm I'm actually not kidding. Um, I'm, I'm a product, of decades of deep, a deep person, you know, recovering and a deep personal journey. Um, You know, the fact that I'm here is testament that anything is possible. Um, By all intensive purposes, I should not have survived. I had a sister that didn't. Um, It was a pretty pretty rough childhood and um, took lots and lots of commitment to do the deep work to get here. And the cool thing is that I have now integrated all of that experience. And because of this golden thread, I understand how all of that was actually required for me to be here now as I am. Mm -hmm. Um, Because that journey taught me so many things about how to be a more whole and healthy and joyful human that I'm living, I'm a living testament to the fact that anybody can do anything. And um, that you can live a joyful life doesn't matter what your, you know, what your origin story is. Um, I think I'm, I'm, I'm proud to be happy <laughs> if that makes sense.
0: Yeah, no, it does. It does. Well, wow, this is uh well, I can't, I don't know what to say now. I mean, I could, <laughs> I could feel, I could feel the the emotion in your, in your voice. Uh, when you were talking about uh, uh, your sister, especially, of course. Wow. Very inspirational. Thank you. Thank you for, for sharing this. And to conclude on your entrepreneurship uh, journey and experience, if you had one recommendation to give other funders or, or entrepreneurs or wanna be entrepreneurs, what would it be?
1: Well, I mean, it should be evident. Go find your purpose.
0: Yeah. Um, <laughs> I was expecting it. It. <laughs> and it doesn't. It doesn't
1: actually matter where you are in your journey. I mean, you could have a product out in the world doing, you know, going gangbusters and doing really well. And it still would be useful for you to uncover what your purpose is because there is some refinement of your product, your business systems, your partnerships, your distribution, your everything that could be optimized um, by having more clarity about your purpose. And that work is, it's deep work, it's not, it's not a quick fix. If somebody tells you they can help you find your purpose in one session or a five minute conversation or um, you know, even reading a book, it's, pretty, it's a challenging endeavor because um, you know, we've lived these lives that are complex and multifaceted. I often, I now use the, you know, we, it takes us at least a year to learn to drive a car. Right. Mm-hmm. And we want to be on the road safely navigating to our destination. We don't want to hit other people. We want to preserve our cars, et cetera. Mm-hmm. Why do we think that finding our purpose should happen with any less commitment than driving a car? So this is your life. This is your life's orientation the direction for your future, your contribution to the world, why wouldn't you want to make an investment in yourself that could build the next phase of you and your life and your contribution that could have a huge impact? I just like, you know.
0: (laughs) It's a great question. It's a (laughs) fantastic question. Thank you. Well, we are at the end of this discussion. So one last question, how can people contact you?
1: So you can find me at um, Emergence Institute, and that's not emergent or emergency, but emergence with CE, um, institute.net. You can email me at holly at emergenceinstitute.net. You can find me on LinkedIn, um, Hollywood's PhD. I'm on Medium, uh, Instagram, like, you know, wherever. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Thank you very much,
0: Holly, for your time today.
1: You're welcome. Thank you, Lauren. This was fun. And thank you all for
0: listening. If you like this show, please leave a review on your favorite podcast platform so you can help inspire more entrepreneurs. See you next time. Bye-bye.